0: What is up guys, welcome back to Fit Body Secrets where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode is one that really hits home for me because it's something that I struggled with for years and um, even going back to obviously my first dieting attempts, I mean, I can remember trying to diet as young as like 10, 11, 12 years old because I was insecure about my body and I was watching my family members doing things to lose weight but it comes down to really understanding the importance of nutrition not just from a perspective of how is this affecting how i look and my number and the number on the scale but how the overall nutritional approach i take year round is going to affect those things long term and that means taking time outside of when we're only focused on weight loss to focus on the important principles to build a solid foundation that allows us to maintain the lean physique that we want. And if I can think about how my weight yo-yoed so much, how my body composition was never where I wanted it to be, before I started to value fitness and nutrition as a part of my lifestyle, um, it's really just amazing how how much my life has changed since making these transitions in the way I think about things. So today and I apologize, I am still sick. So I'm probably going to hack up along along the way here. Um, I'm actually not really sick. So I'm just dealing with the post nasal stuff. Um, but I want to go over a little bit more of a, I want to call it a periodized approach to nutrition um, in terms of achieving the goals you want, maintain them, and also still enjoying your life. Uh, but I don't want it to feel like it's this like, structured thing where like you have to have everything so calculated and dialed in and and that there's like this year-round like focus on nutrition like it shouldn't be that way and i want you to think of it very much in terms of how you might think of your own programming in the gym you might have uh you might go to a gym and your coaches might actually periodize your programming where you might be working on you know strength during specific parts of the year a little bit more than aerobic capacity And then during other parts of the year, you guys might be working a little bit more on aerobic capacity and less on strength. Their goal is that you are there year round and they want to be able to take advantage of that whole year. You know, it's a lot easier for you guys to make progress when you're not doing so much concurrent stuff. And nutrition is exactly the same way. You get a lot more benefit out of it. So if you get value out of today's episodes or any of my episodes, let me know. I am going to be launching a new challenge coming up Um, every month. I'm going to be starting to do challenges, but we are going to be going into the summer months and I know Memorial Day is right around the corner and I want to be putting out there a little something for those of you guys out there that are looking for a little bit of a, let's knock off 10 to 15 pounds, get myself looking real shredded for the summertime and periodizing things a little bit. So there's going to be more details in that coming up. But for today's episode, what I want you to get out of this is how to really understand how to commit to something without feeling like you're committing to this like long-term, I want to call it diet purgatory or, or diet like uh jail. I want you guys to really feel like you've got an understanding of how to really break this down and make it a little bit more enjoyable to you. So let's roll right into today's episode. So a couple of things that I want you to think about is what really is diet periodization. First and foremost, what I mean by diet periodization or nutrition periodization is I'm actually taking my, my year or however you want to look at your year. It could be like your birthday to your next birthday, or, you know, maybe it's just today until the next year. Uh, maybe it's, you know, it's what is today. Today's March 28th. Maybe it's, you decide to start a, a fat loss phase today and it's March 28th of 2023 to March 28th of 2024. Maybe it's looking at it from January to December, whatever it might be, which is probably the best way to look at it is you're periodizing your nutrition in a way that allows you to work it around your life. You might have vacations planned on, planned in around the year. You might have times of the year where you want to look your best for maybe it's a, a wedding um, or an event or a summer vacation, um, and and also in that year there might be times where like you want to have less focus on what's going in. Like around Christmas time and Thanksgiving, you might want to be more flexible with things and you shouldn't be focusing on like, I've got to lose fat, right? So the year tends to really line itself up nicely for that. If you think about it, because most people do tend to try and get things cleaned up a bit in the new year. This could be your quote unquote fat loss period. And then maybe you take a little bit of a break around spring break time maybe you go back into a fat loss phase going into summer, and then you take a little bit of a break uh, around Thanksgiving or Christmas time. So um, there's a bunch of ways we can kind of periodize this. And then within that that periodization is time for your like, just honestly enjoying your life and thinking about things outside of food. But what most people are so conditioned is they're so conditioned to be fat loss or nothing, fat loss or bust. (laughs) It's always this focus on all right, it's going to be the time where I am like focus on fat loss. I'm giving it hundred percent. I'm losing this weight or you get sick or you get an injury or you got a vacation that comes up and now it's, oh, nothing. And I've got to get started all over again on the fat loss phase. There's this very black and white thinking when it comes to nutrition. And it's always, I'm dialed in because I need to lose weight or I want to look leaner or I'm doing absolutely nothing because it's okay to just maintain right now and in between there is so much that you guys can be learning about yourselves i always like to remind people that we don't put on weight overnight what most people see when they see an overnight weight fluctuation is changes in water and you know sodium intake and things like that real weight gain and fat gain happens over time you know most people have been living with seeing a gradual increase in their weight over years or They've been holding on to the same weight for years and years and years. And it didn't come on overnight. It's not going to come off overnight. And that's why taking some time to understand what habits you need to recreate that have caused that gradual weight weight gain to allow you to learn how to maintain long-term. So why do most people fail at finishing fat loss? It usually isn't the plan that's the problem. Usually the plan is going to be effective for fat loss. The problem usually is The plan is not sustainable long-term. They get diet burnout. They start to have lack of compliance. They feel like a failure because they can't stay committed. And before you know it, they're like, oh, I just need to just not think about it for a little while. And that comes in where usually whatever habits they might have changed and whatever weight they may have lost ends up creeping back up again until they decide to try it again. This is even becoming a fad now with macro counting. Macro counting isn't a diet, but the act of dialing things in for fat loss is a diet strategy. And then when they go off of that fat loss plan, they now start to just do whatever they want. They haven't really graduated to understand what it looks like to quote unquote, hit your macros without living in a freaking food calculator. So it's important to understand that you have to look at your nutrition from more than just the fat loss phase to the nothing phase. There is a lot of other components of that that come into play. So I'm going to go into a couple of different strategies that you guys can start to kind of look at, and I'm going to help break this down for you between both of those strategies. And there's two real main options when it comes to periodizing your nutrition. And I'm going to speak to you guys, those of you guys out there today that are primarily focusing on, you wish you could lean out a little bit. I just really wish I could lose this five to 10 pounds. This can also work for those of you guys in the performance perspective. And I'm going to break down my next episode. I'm going to talk about the difference between performance-based and uh, fat loss or gen pop or like just kind of overall health-based nutrition periodization because it does look a little bit differently with the same principles. But maybe um, you are something right now that I'm really trying to lose weight. I keep committing and then falling off. Um, and you can't really find yourself into a place of a routine where you, 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 you feel focused and, and really dialed in for long enough for you to actually see those results. So, The first thing I'm going to go into before I talk about either approach is you need to start by actually taking a look at your lifestyle and your year calendar. You might not know where you're going to be every single month of the the year or every single little thing that's going to come up, but you should have a good understanding of like what seasons you need to maybe plan for a vacation, um, Christmas time, when maybe work gets a little bit more busy you know, things like that, that might change in your life throughout the year that you want to kind of periodize things around because nobody wants to be focusing on fat loss while they're on a a cruise, right? So it's important to kind of have those things worked in. Maybe you're not someone that does a lot of travel, which actually plays really well to your goals. So maybe you are competitive and you want to spend periods of your uh, season or periods of your year working towards fat loss outside of your competition season. So these are all things that you guys can be thinking about in terms of really periodizing your nutrition the right way. In fact, I had a talk with one of my quarterfinal athletes uh, this week. And I'm like, hey, if you are looking to lose a little bit of weight, because he is a little bit heavier, he's super lean and shredded, but he is a little heavier, now is the time to be focusing on that because we can get enough time to make sure that we're not doing it in a restrictive way, that we are doing it in a way that's going to allow you to prioritize, you know, overall like getting leaner while maintaining strength. So you have to look at your year first and foremost. Now there's two main options and there's not really a wrong or a right. It really just depends on a couple of things. Um, how much weight you have to lose, how your year looks and, and really understanding mentally, uh, what your main problem really is, is do you need that get in and get out approach? Um, or do you need a more long-term sustainable change? So the first option is the year round approach. And I actually like this option the best, um, you know, and, and here's the deal is, I know nutrition coaching is not cheap. Well, you can find cheap coaches out there, but you're likely going to get the same thing you've gotten in the past, which is cheap results. Um, but when you have a coach longer than just for three months and you have a coach that's caring about your year wrong, um, you know, life, then you actually get a lot better results because you're not always hanging up every day as a, a pass or a fail and stressing about a timeline. You you obviously need to be focused, but you also have less focus on this feeling of like you're missing out or you're you're skipping out on time. But the year-round approach I really like. This is a really good approach for those of you guys that have more than thirty pounds to lose. You have a lot of weight to lose. You're not in a place of um, a lot of metabolic adaptation from losing a ton of weight. Um, you you really are in a good place, and you just feel like you just need something that's a little bit more. A little bit less all in and all out, and more of like gradual results over the year. This is the best approach for for most people. Body recomposition. You want a primary goal of losing fat while maintaining or building muscle. This also really works well for this approach as well, because you can build in breaks without so much of a. I've got to be really dialed in on fat loss for let's call it sixteen to twenty four weeks, and instead, you might do you know, maybe six to eight weeks in a fat loss phase, followed by a couple of weeks of like maintaining, um, maybe building calories up a little bit. And then maybe a couple of weeks of like not caring a thing about nutrition and then going back into a fat loss phase. This works really well for most people because it's never, it works good for seasons. It works well for things like spring break and summer break, break Christmas season, all those things, because it doesn't require you to be so, so, so strict and rigid on things. And allows you to kind of build things that really work well. You could even do a little bit longer in your fat loss phase during um, periods of time when you don't have mobile outcomes. So maybe from like January till May, you're like, I feel really, really good. And you're like focusing on fat loss, building in some refeeds or whatever throughout there, just for kind of the mental and the physical, you know, breakup of that. But you're not really ever having to focus on, you know, just being so dialed in all the time. Then you've got option two, which is a seasonal approach. Also not a bad approach as well, but this is more of a, I want to call this more of a calculated, I've got six months to get from point A to point B, and I want to be there. And this will require a little bit more dedication in terms of commitment, in terms of what you're doing throughout that time. You know, so for instance, if you're somebody that's like, man, I just can't get my shit together on the weekends, and you're trying to be more like laser focused on a goal, You're going to have to get your shit together on the weekends to see better results on this process. Now, this also, when I say that means that you have to have an understanding of what it looks like to be too restrictive and making sure that the weekends are part of your plan Um, because people that are too restrictive often have a hard time with approaching nutrition the right way anyways, which comes down to where I'm going to talk about here in this approach. So this approach is going to be a little bit more aggressive. Maybe you have less than 20 pounds to lose you're looking to get lean for something. You already have a pretty solid foundation of nutrition and you're looking to really streamline things. Maybe you have lost a lot of weight in the past and maybe it stalled out and maybe you're trying to break through a plateau and you're trying to really get things figured out from the start. And this is a really good approach for those of you guys that I'm going to get laser focused for six months. Now (laughs) with this phase, I'm going to go over the best way to approach it. And it's going to be a little bit different from what most people are conditioned to. Most people are conditioned to be like, I'm ready to get laser focus on 20 pounds of fat loss. And they jump right into the fat loss phase. And this is where missing the, p- the piece of the puzzle that's so important is important for you guys to be able to be successful, which is the priming phase. You need to be understanding nutrition foundation first and foremost. At calorie maintenance and having a good understanding of how your lifestyle, your mental focus, your mindset around nutrition, all of that stuff is going to play a factor into your fat loss phase. So you've got to be comfortable eating enough calories. You've got to get yourself into a place. So if you've been chronically trying to lose weight, jumping back into a weight loss phase when you've been only you know, eating 12 to 1400 calories a day is likely going to set you up for failure. You've got to get comfortable optimizing your body at maintenance, building up the habits and the routines, because those things are not going to change beyond the fat loss phase, which means, yes, you need to figure out what meal prep looks like for you. It doesn't mean it has to be prepping every single Sunday. It just means that however you prepare your food on a weekly basis needs to support your goals, not just in the fat loss phase, but also in your ability to maintain them. So you've got to be building the prerequisite habits and routines that are going to keep you going. That means developing a workout routine that you can stick to consistently. And that means really prioritizing this is the new norm. This isn't going to change. Optimizing your body and your brain and your lifestyle to be conducive for you to make those long-term changes is what we're looking for here. Guess what? You also do drop a couple of pounds in this, but the focus isn't the weight loss. The focus is building the foundation so that you can maintain long-term. Now we're going to go into the fat loss phase. Now that we've got the foundation, we've got your calorie intake built up. We've got the habits in place. We've figured out the way that you can build your lifestyle to support your new fitness routine, your new nutrition routine. Everything feels built in the fat loss phase happens. We just basically are now changing calorie intake. Nothing else really changes. Your habits are in place. Everything is in place. And if you do it this way, now you're in complete control. In this phase, what we're looking for is watching biofeedback, hunger and cravings, adjusting calorie intake for those needs to help facilitate changes when you're maybe getting a little burned out, you're hungry a little bit. We can kind of build some calorie cycling in. This is the phase where you're like, I'm dialed in on fat loss. And it's where like, I always remind people food is always going to be there. So if every single week you're like, oh yeah, but I had this social thing and, and this and that, and you're trying to get fast results, like you should be fitting those things into the plan. It shouldn't be these breaks from your fat loss phase. They are part of your fat loss phase, which does require you to say sometimes, Hey, like I'm choosing my goals over the fifth drink tonight. I planned in three drinks tonight and I'm going to stick to those three, three drinks tonight. I'm choosing my goals over the third night of indulgence this week. I've had pizza on Tuesday. I had sushi on Thursday afternoon. So guess what? Saturday night, I'm going to eat at home. It's making those choices right now that you want to be focused on fat loss and giving it everything you got so that you can be more moderate. Those things will come back in, but right now you're dialed in. And that's why for some people, the seasonal approach isn't always good because they might need a little bit more flexibility. However, too much flexibility is going to end up keeping you stuck. And one of the things I'm going to be talking about on my Instagram account today is you know, making withdrawals and deposits into your goals, okay? Whether it's fat loss, whether it's performance, every day you can put a deposit in, you hit your macros, quote unquote, hit your macros. I didn't want to say that but you stuck to your nutrition plan, you, you went to the gym, you're doing all the right things. That's a rep in the bank account, right? It's a rep in your fat loss bank account. And every time you decide to go off that plan is a withdrawal. How many withdrawals are you making versus deposits? Okay. So for this approach to really work your best, it's best, you got to be putting the deposits in. And that means being honest about things like using a food scale, tracking the things that like you don't think matter, couple of pretzels here and there and those types of things. Okay. So we've got the fat loss phase. All right. You were successful. We're moving on. You lost 15 to 20 pounds. You like, look at your photos. You like have made a huge transformation. You might be getting a little greedy and be like, I could probably go a little bit further, but I'm going to stop here. Okay. Now we're looking to establish that new body weight set point. We're going to get your body maintaining the new weight. Remember your body's main goal is to survive and to reproduce. When we make changes to body composition, we are making changes to what energy we have available at storage. And our body is always going to try and fight that. So we want to use this time to realize that we're going to have a little bit more of a thought around food. Our brain's going to be ticking. That's all psychological signals that our body's trying to fight off this new set point. And we want to kind of fight that. We're trying to create a new norm for the body. We've got to give it time to settle in. And then we're going to start to do a reverse diet. The reverse diet doesn't have to be this like super calculated thing, but it should be somewhat calculated. We don't want to go from fat loss phase in the cheat meal mindset. Okay. We want to slowly reverse calories, bring things up, getting a person feeling a little bit more satiated. In fact, they often usually get a little bit more hungry during this phase because we are trying to control the changes in the hormones while controlling the amount of calories we're feeding because the leptin and the ghrelin hormones are going to be going a little crazy here. So we're slowly bringing things up, a couple of different strategies here that we can use and getting a person maintaining on more calories. Now, why maintain on more calories? Cheryl, I don't even feel like I need to eat all this food because most people don't have a problem eating those calories, eating low calories at home. They have a problem when they're trying to be more flexible socially, enjoying food on low calories, because most calories that we eat during social settings are are most of the foods we eat are a lot higher in calories and a lot more dense in portions. So we can easily consume a thousand calories in less than a handful of food. Whereas when we're eating so clean and eating in a fat loss phase, we typically have to eat a lot more volume. So it's important for us to build up our caloric intake to allow our metabolism to support maintaining on higher calories. So if I decide rather than having my chicken, rice, and broccoli, I'd like to go out for some sushi, the calories might be equal, but the amount of food on my plate might be be much different. So we want to make sure we're optimizing that. We've got the reverse diet built in. Then we're going into self-monitoring, okay? Phase end of this phase is understanding how self-monitoring works for you, Honest, understanding that not everybody needs to be in a food tracking app for the rest of their life. They should have built in enough intentional eating habits to be intuitive on getting things flexibly and, and understanding how to monitor changes in your weight. It's not beating yourself up if the, if the weight is up a couple of pounds um, after a night you know, of eating a little bit too much. It's knowing that if that's happening every single week, you might be setting yourself up for failure. So we want to make sure we're watching those changes, not just in our results, our food choices and our, I'm sorry, our uh, weight and our, our, you know, movement, our, our workouts, but also in changes in our habits. Are we suddenly relying on convenience food more now? We're not cooking as much as home. Are we all of a sudden, you know, finding ourselves just grabbing random things throughout the day, rather than sticking to more of a structured eating schedule. It doesn't have to be rigid, but we should be having some ways of self-monitoring changes in our habits that are going to cause changes in our body composition and our results. And then hopefully in that phase, our final phase is maintaining. In this phase, there shouldn't be a whole bunch of thinking about food and calories and macros and nutrition and weight. It should be like I feel good. I'm just maintaining my life right now. I'm watching things. I'm I'm keeping a, a hang up on things, but I'm really not, you know, super focused on anything. Now, I'm going to be honest, in anybody's maintenance phase, if you are truly trying to maintain, you are still going to have some thoughts and focus on fitness and nutrition, but it should become more of a routine and just part of the norm rather than feeling stressful. It should actually be more stressful when things get in the way of that. And that's really how you know you've kind of developed a good habit. I think that everybody's going to have a different approach to their maintenance and there's not a right or a wrong. And some people are going to have more focus on fitness and nutrition than others, but it all comes down to understand that you don't want to create this yo-yo effect of going from fat loss into weight regain or feeling like crap about yourself, even if you don't regain weight, but just feeling like crap about how you have made all these changes and now you're back to dealing with poor energy and lack of workouts and all this stuff, and then having to clean it all back up again. The goal is to find this, this transition from, I was this person and now I've made all of these changes and now I'm this person. I'm the same person. I've just really changed so much about how I've approached my life in terms of nutrition being this separate entity. And now it's a part of it to allow you to maintain long-term. Habit changes long-term are going to create the best changes. So the seasonal approach is usually going to be for like a six months to a year Um, so obviously is more of a year round approach. So obviously there's a lot of overlap between these two. And that's why the most important thing is to understand that whatever approach you take, whether you are living in a more flexible year round approach, or you were going for that six months all in, and then we're shifting. You still have to recognize that your nutritional changes should not be temporary. The fat loss phase should be temporary. Um, and that throughout the year, you're going to likely have to spend some time dialing things back in and keeping yourself accountable but when you develop a plan that actually isn't so restrictive it allows it to be a lot more um sustainable so that's pretty much it a little bit of a talk today around diet periodization because i think it's really important for people to understand and if you are really trying to figure out how to get into a good approach for developing a structured nutrition plan for yourself Start by asking yourself right now, if you are starting a fat loss phase, there's never a perfect time to start. If you are motivated on that, you just have to look at which phase is going to be more important for you. And for most people, that year round approach is going to be the best approach, but the six month approach uh, or the, uh, the seasonal approach might be good for you to look at what season you're in right now. So if you're like, I want to start a fat loss phase, but i am also in a period of my life where things are a little crazy and I know I need to dial this in because my life isn't going to change, the first phase right now might be dialing in the priming phase for you. We're priming your body to make the changes and your brain while dealing with life stress. It might not be fat loss is the goal in the first two to four weeks. It might be I'm working this into my plan for a long-term approach to achieving the goals that I have for myself. And so the real thing is changing the expectations of where you're at. There's never a perfect time to start. The perfect time to start is whenever you feel like it's the time to start, because life is always going to bring you things that are going to make it hard for you to stay compliant. But if you have a focus on what is most important right now, you will be able to get better results. So hope this episode was helpful for you all. I got a couple of comments in here. Maybe just people saying Hi. Good morning. Coffee with Coach Cheryl, Corey, and Bruce. I hope you guys are having an awesome start to your week. Guys, if you want more information on periodizing your nutrition, getting yourself set up for success, please shoot me a message. Shoot me a DM. would love to hear from you guys. But until my next episode, where I will be talking about the difference between performance-based nutrition and obviously fat loss nutrition, I will talk to you all soon. Peace out.